guys. Uh, pleasure to meet you, Steve. It's a pleasure to meet you, Scott. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate oh, it. Thank you. Thank you. The film's a blast. It is so much fun. Thank uh, you. I really, I really thought it was a, a solid ride. Uh, it really is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the poster behind you right there, that's, that's, yeah. that, there that's it cool. is. Yeah, there it is. I like that you call it a ride. That was that was the M. I, I, you know, I've said a few times on this junk guy. Like it was, we went out to to make a theme park ride, right? That's what we wanted. We wanted it to be an experience that, because uh, I, because I think that when you like the essence of cinema, when you like put it all back, that's what cinema for me at least should be, right? It should be this these emotional uh, experiences, ride you get put on. And and for this one, it was a case of like saying, okay, well, well, if well, as horror as the core. Uh, heights horror is the core and you're really kind of playing on the heights of it all then then how do we kind of accentuate that ride and play all the notes that you want to play during that so it's uh yeah it's nice you call it a ride because that's exactly what we were hoping for and, and the impressive thing to me i mean this is a one location film pretty yeah. well and those are hard to make yeah that 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 but we it's a it's, it's a strange irony isn't it right because i think if there was two ways we could make the movie we could make it in the studio and spend like 50 to 100 million dollars doing it and 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 when you put that forward that film never happens because in today's day and age you know unless spider-man is on there it's not it's not going to be a film so um you end up in a situation where okay what do you do you go the other way which is kind of trim it right back and and kind of get a, a crack unit of uh, filmmaking crew and, and talent and whatnot and and take them up a real height and film for real and capture it that way and that's kind of how we ended up cracking the movie and and, and i think doing it in a smaller way kind of gave us those freedoms to really kind of do the concept the kind of singular concept really well and 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 kind of play in that space um so so yeah it's a strange kind of irony of how it kind of played and came about but it helped the movie for sure by by being forced into doing it like that you know well it, that, that's the thing i think that i mean as as a viewer yeah Listen, I, I, I appreciate all the amazing CGI wizardry that everybody can do. Yeah. But but my understanding is this is filmed as practically as possible, as often as possible. I mean, how how did that come about? I know, like you said, the you yeah. know, this is uh this is I think what well, yeah, that's the, that's a challenge, isn't it? Because you can kind yeah. of like you can have two people climb up a tower, like because the tower, you know, these towers really exist. I, I visited a bunch of them and uh, you know, people go up there and change the bulbs every now and again. It's like it's it's very much kind of a reality. But getting two people up there's fine, but actually getting a crew up there and people to film it is is you know nigh impossible. So what we ended up doing is kind of splitting into two sections. Uh, one section was the the groundwork in the desert where we built a tower, but it was probably a hundred feet that we kind of used for the ground initial climb off. Um, but the big thing that we did that I think was different was we we scouted many many locations around uh, you know. California um, and and came across uh, a very high mountain shadow mountain which is about 30 minutes out of Victorville um, and it had this little rickety road that led all the way up to the top of the mountain and then it get the top and there's a big cliff drop off and so essentially we went up there and we built these large sections of towers on the edge of the cliff so that we could have the girls actually up at height and film the majority of the film all for real without worrying about any kind of CG or anything like that. And then when we looked all the way down and you start seeing a bit of the mountain, we essentially shot the matching shots over in the desert so that we had the real ground uh, uh, kind of like stitched in at the edge there. But 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 what I think the thing that 
makes it real is because they're playing at height because they're because they're in the environment and because the camera and the crew are also in that environment it kind of it, it feeds through the camera and, and i think the things that i think with cgi and and those things it, it's it's almost like a glossy kind of um uh, lens that you're putting things through that that pulls you out of a grounded nature that you need to really access true kind of horror and terror uh you have to you have to do it grounded so i think that's this enabled us to do it that way and i think that's what that's why yeah a lot of the movie works the way it does yeah i agree i think i like again you can get some great cgi but yeah. a lot of the times you can tell and it's sort of that moment there's a there's this disconnect but yeah. you're really so in this again. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in it. The other thing I'll say as well, actually, that, that's interesting is you're in it. I, it's also to do, I think, I, like I, I learned a lesson on it, right? I, I originally, because we're going up there and one of our main weapons is a massive bloody techno crane, right? To be able to film at height over and all these things. Um, and and I remember thinking, oh, it'd be great to have this kind of fancy shot and do all these things, right? That you that you do as a director. <laughs> going, oh, yeah, this is going to look great. Um, but when I came to it, even though the, the, we achieved those shots, I remember when I came to start editing it, um, I felt like I'd missed a trick because I was I was observing not rather than watching it through the point of view of the character. And I very quickly started getting into this notion that actually what really works, like if you learn from like Free Solo's great examples documentary that captured this. And I think, you know, certain kind of clips from uh, YouTube and Instagram and, and influence clips that have captured similar kind of daredevil things all kind of come from this intimate point of view. And I think so I kind of, I, I, in terms of making the film, I, I quickly turned to this thing of it's not about observational glamour and kind of fanciness. It's about like Becky's perspective and how does she feel? So a, a close-up of a hand is more important than the spectacle sometimes of a big grand shot. And um, and that kind of narrative idea of like the sound and these visuals stitching together to form an experience uh, was really like what, what what how I kind of went about it. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that, too, because you're right. Becky Becky and Hunter are a wonderful pair, uh, these mm -hmm. characters. But you talk about the image and like you see in these YouTubers, and Hunter is very much about the image. You know, she yeah, dresses yeah. to get more likes. She's trying to get yeah. the shot. I'm hanging by one hand. Oh, <laughs> all of these things just to yeah. get the perfect shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was wondering, like, from your perspective, like, there's, it seems to be a conversation about sort of YouTube culture. Yeah. And and have we? Do you think maybe we've gone too far in this this drive for social media? I think. Well, I think it's. Um, I think. I think Hunter's character represents that, right? In terms right. of like, like to begin with, like there's a very human element of Hunter that yeah. she kind of covers herself with this pretend version after after Dan's death, and I think that's how she kind of hides from it, and that's what the the kind of film, I suppose, gets to. I think. I think, yeah, I think there's a look, there's a human behind everyone who kind of makes content ultimately. So I think there is, a, like, I hope the lesson of the film from a kind of extreme point of view is never ever do that. <laughs> um, so I do hope because I, you know, because it's terrifying people putting themselves in jeopardy in harm's way for 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 something empty and vacuous. You know that that is that it's the definition of kind of. Uh, uh, like I, I don't want to say stupidity, but it kind of is, right? When you think about it, it's like, and and I think with the film, it it was a chance to kind of really dig into what's really worthwhile, you know, what's real and what's, and then that's that's where kind of Hunter's character goes. Really, is that she does have like I, I think there is a the, the flip side of that mirror though is that like in terms of 
really living and really doing things. I also think that that's the message I would like to be sending for the movie that look, we have one life and it and it kind of goes quickly and sometimes quicker than others. And I think kind of living every moment and trying to get the most out of life, there's a lot that can be said, you know, and and, and I think it influences and and different folks who have the ability to tell stories more more individually. Um, there's a lot out there that do a great job of that and I think actually do a good job but I think that unfortunately the kind of noisy nonsense ones kind of like like froth to the top and give us a, a bit of a blurred view of it but but I do think I think it's another form of filmmaking expression truthfully so I think it's just finding the balance of it you know absolutely absolutely and uh, our viewers and listeners can like and subscribe. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> See, I don't even know. I was, you know, I was so influenced watching the film the other day, and I was aware, very acutely aware, watching it, and I was like, I'm sure my Instagram kind of uh, plot. I've got plot holes in Instagram going on all over the place. <laughs> I, I'm just I, I'm I'm kidding, obviously, but it is it is funny because I realize the irony. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> as I ask you that question. Um, I, one of the things I love that you touched on there is the human element, because I think that's what makes the film work. Honestly, I think it because the, the spectacle is great. We get a lot of spectacle, though, in a lot of different things. Yeah. But but Becky's journey is is actually an interesting one to ride along with throughout throughout yeah. the film. And, yeah. and there's a real relationship between grief and fear. Yeah. In, in this film uh, with with Dan's death and, of course, this this experience. I was wondering why that was so important to you to tie together. Uh, that so, I think like it, it, there's a it comes from a personal element of 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 my own of of uh, having lost someone and then kind of going through that process myself to some degree and 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 I think but it's at the heart of every of life right life and death are so intimately kind of connected that I I think I think is a filmmaker it's going to sound pretentious right but I think you want to tell a human story that's really what you're trying to do and explore something that might be internally externally cathartic to explore and um, but also to share something that you might have learned and I and I felt like with this film I really wanted to uh wrap something important to me around you know with the candy wrapper let's just say of this big kind of uh, uh ride and so so you know I think I think I think we've all also been through such hell in the last couple of years and 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 we all kind of you know need to heal from that and part of that is is climbing out of things and living life and and rather than kind of surrendering to fear so so the notion of kind of daring yourself to get somewhere or overcoming a fear i think is very is very part of like what we what we as humans and, and as people around the world kind of uh, should be doing and it's kind of yeah and so it's it's very i don't know it's a very there's a very personal element but i think it applies to everyone and i think that's that's and i think that for me as a takeaway to kind of share that is the part that i kind of like the most about the movie really and hopefully that's the bit that that people take away with it you know yeah absolutely it, it is interesting because Becky's journey about about her fear is is in I mean sort of pushed by Hunter mm. but Hunter uses this thing and sort of like kick fear in the groin yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know if that's the way to conquer fear or is it like yeah well that's it I guess the the debate of that is it, you know it has a conflict right it's like you've got one character who ran uh who who kind of hid from it and you got another character who ran at it and I and I think those two two are different ways to 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 deal with grief and i think they're coming back together there and and looking at both sides but they both have kind of 
have a have a journey to get through to become what they need to you know what they really need is kind of presented through that conflict i think um so so yeah so but it's hard you know like let's be honest like like life life is tough right so you end up with these real life things to deal with and uh we all do at certain points at some point right so i think that's the that's 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 the central kind of you know debate and hopefully the central resonance of what comes out of the movie i think you know yeah i think yeah for sure um you know we're just as we're starting to run out of time scott i just thought i gotta ask what scares you uh <laughs> it's uh, i was gonna say like movie producers but uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> Yeah, so no, no, it's, no, what scares me? Um, uh, no, like honestly, if I like, I obviously I get scared of heights, but I think honestly, what scares me is like is is wasting your life. That that yeah. scares me more than anything. And like, I, I I think the biggest fear I would have is being on my deathbed and regretting things. Like regret scares me. So I think I I kind of I personally feel like um, uh, the message of the movie is kind of is one that I've tried to adopt in my own life being honest and, and trying to live it and do it and don't fear failure basically is kind of what I try and kind of erupt so so that's yeah that's regret is definitely my biggest fear and um uh I I will try and minimize that <laughs> as much as possible I hope you know but we'll see you know life's a life's a journey right yeah, absolutely oh for yeah. sure absolutely no. well, i appreciate it thanks so much uh, no thanks dave this has been uh it feels a bit heavy one but i actually it's nice you know it's uh it's uh you're getting 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 deep there but it's good so I like <laughs> thanks thanks so much thanks. and thank you thanks take care yeah. bye-bye bye-bye